So it's almost time to go. But I just have to say a few words before we do. Starting with, are you like me? Have you been struck by all the pictures you've seen? I've been seeing them on social media of children going off to school, whether it's preschool or kindergarten or first grade or middle school or high school or college, these photos of smiling faces, of brave and wistful and hopeful faces, I find them so moving. This time of year right now brings these threshold moments. This shift from summer to fall brings this big transition time new beginnings and endings too. And these transitions, like those photographs, they ask us simply to behold them and be present to them, to acknowledge that change is a big deal, that growth happens whether we want it to or not. Sometimes it's gradual, sometimes it's dramatic, but as they say, shift happens. <laughs> and we are asked to keep our hearts open, trusting that there are gifts and blessings in these changes. And so for those of you who are parents or who will be becoming parents, I offer you this prayer and blessing from Cahil Gabran. Claire, it may be a little too soon for this, but your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their, bo their bodies, but not their souls. For their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit, not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. For life goes not backward, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children as living arrows are sent forth. The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might that his arrows may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness. For even as he love the, loves the arrow that flies, so also. Does he love the bow that is stable? Earlier this week, I shouldn't have been surprised when I found myself remembering an early September day 14 years ago. I just finished my three years of divinity school and I'd done my hospital chaplaincy and my part-time student ministry in a church. And the next and last big step was a full-time year in a congregation doing an internship. And my first day at that church that was out west of Boston, I found myself sitting at my new desk in this unfamiliar office, 
staring out the window, and the thought came to me unbidden. What if I don't like it? What if I've spent all these years and all this money and all this angst getting ready for ministry, and I don't like it? Yikes. So I wonder if some of you have felt this too, heading off to school or meeting a new teacher, or if you're a teacher meeting a new classroom of students, or starting a new job, or moving to a new home, or becoming an empty nester perhaps, maybe you've had this thought, what if I don't like it? If you ask somebody for advice, you'd probably hear them say something like, hang in there, it will be okay. It'll probably get better over time. How often do we as parents say a version of that? Soldier on, put your head down, do what you need to do. And sometimes that's the right advice and the right thing to do. Part of growth and change is accepting the fact that adjusting to a new reality is hard and takes time. And learning that we are actually more adaptable than we think we are. My doubts and my fears on that first day didn't last. I liked it. I even loved it. I still do. But what if you don't like it? Are you supposed to just bury your feelings and carry on? Too many of us do that too often. This month we're going to be reflecting on vocation and calling. And we'll go into this more deeply in the coming weeks, but I'll just offer to you what the great mythologist and teacher Joseph Campbell used to say. He said, my general formula for my students is follow your bliss. Find where it is and don't be afraid to follow it. We're part of this faith tradition that tries to put love at the center, that says that people are basically good at heart. So aren't we supposed to act this out in our lives? Ray Bradbury said, love what you do and do what you love. I know a bunch of us grew up with more negative teachings, being told don't trust your longings, don't celebrate your body, don't stick your neck out, don't hope too much. But is that what we want to teach our children? So shouldn't we practice what we preach here and look for the good within ourselves and affirm that goodness and follow where it leads us? The Celtic theologian John Philip Newell says, that which is deepest within us is sacred. What is at the very heart of our being is of God. And if we affirm that at our center, whatever language we use, there is a depth that is holy and good, then we are compelled to pay attention to our desires and to follow our bliss, to trust that we are here to do what we love, even when it doesn't always feel good in the moment even when it scares us, and trust that is how we will lead happier and more helpful lives. That is how we will help heal and bless our world.
Life goes not backward nor tarries with yesterday. Cahil Gabron said, life calls us on. Life calls us on. Isn't it good that we are here together? That we are in this together. Amen.